warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, cursed mirrors, unusual chickens, bizarre stories, and unique art styles. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 198, Horror Anthologies for the Holidays. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger View. This is your host, Zan, saying, hey guys, I'm back. I know it's been a while. Um, if you have not checked the website, you will be aware that I have been kind of on sick leave for a little bit. Um, earlier in November, I was involved in a car accident, so I've had to take some time recuperating and getting better. I am getting there. Things are looking a little up. I'm doing physical therapy and some other stuff going on. I don't really want to get into it, but it's just I am trying to get to be the best of me, and I'm now feeling better, so I can actually try to do a podcast again. And I want to get back into podcasting, because, you know, it's a good cathartic exercise. Get my thoughts out there and get things going on. What's going on? Especially now, because it is the holidays. I mean, Christmas is coming up. 2015 is coming to an end, 2016 is going to be opening up, so we got to see where that's all going to go and what's going to happen next year. Also, I have to talk a little bit about a certain movie that was released by Disney, not by 20th Century Fox, which was really weird to come in, but first, let's uh, tell you all the basic information. For those of you who don't know, Spyrokin is some podcast that may reviews about connectively enhanced narratives. It's a podcast which tells you about mangas, movies, video games, and other geek culture items depending on what series you're listening to. Since this is the manga review, obviously we talk about manga. Now I'll tell you how the art style is, how the character design is, how the story is, and if it's worth reading or not. You don't have to agree with anything I say, but I've heard I'm a little entertaining, and I do give you some unique and interesting series to talk about, and some unique stories you've probably never heard about that you may want to read or check out. And it's definitely worth it. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com. I am at zan, X-A-N, at spirekin.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Vine, Snapchat, 3DS, Nintendo friend codes. We're on the computer. We're everywhere. If you want to check it out, definitely check the website for all the show notes with all the information for how to contact us. So let's get right down to it. Now, before I get into this anthology, it is the holidays, and I'm kind of excited because you got a lot going on. I mean, 2015 is almost over. It's been a crazy year. This last part of the year has kind of sucked, but it's been pretty 
good. The weather has been terrible. I mean, it's warm. It should be snowing, but it's warm, so I don't get that at all. Probably global warming. Who knows? The big thing, though, the thing that I'm very happy about is that Star Wars came out. I went in with no expectations. How did I do this? I avoided every trailer, every screen grab, every spoiler. I completely stuck my head in the sand until this movie came out. And I was pleasantly surprised. By doing that, I had no expectations, and I enjoyed the movie. I thought the visuals were amazing. The soundtrack was great. I have to buy it. Characters were all well-developed. They were great additions to the greater Star Wars universe. Now, while they did get rid of the expanded universe, this new universe is intriguing enough that I want to know more about everything that's going on. I may read the book series. I may not. We'll have to wait and see. We will do a more in-depth review, but I really did enjoy this film, and I have to give it a ball from a friend at Don't Return Unless Offered, uh, Lightsaber, because it is really good. I did enjoy it. There are some flaws in it, but overall, it was a really good film. We'll talk more about it another day. So, besides that, what else? It's been a while since I've talked this long, so please forgive me. With that in mind, um, we should get into what we're actually here for, which is reviewing manga. And this is a very special manga because I'm talking about an anthology. Now, for those who don't know, an anthology is a collection of short stories or short graphic novels, short comics, that all have a similar theme. And this one, specifically, is a manga about horror, which is really unusual. It's very different, especially why am I talking about this in Christmas? Well, because I got really bored and it was spun on that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Like I said, Dick telling me that I'd be reviewing a manga which came out in 2003 by Shogo Kuken, and there are eight authors and animators and artists. Big one is that it's Arai Kyoko, Kagara Junko, Komuro Aiko, Kumazaki Shinko, Obayashi Mizuyuki, Ono Eriko, Takamiya Sato, and Yamada Sakura. Now, if you haven't noticed, all of them are female names. They're all female writers. So it's kind of interesting that this shoujo series is about horror. And most people think, oh, girls can't write about horror. Bullshit. They can write about horror. Some are really good, some are really bad. And the series we're talking about is Konya Mohitori de Nemura Nai, or I Can't Sleep Alone. It's a collection of short stories that were written by these authors, and it's designed to make you not want to go to sleep alone because it's supposed to be scary and intimidating. But each story has a little anecdote about their scariest thing which happened. One of them ate something which tasted like something else. One had a situation where they smelt a fart that they did not do. It's kind of unusual, but it's it's Japanese horror, so you just got to get used to it. And it's nice to read each one of their little anecdotes before they get into their stories. And each one is a very different art style. Some are very good, some are very bad. Like, I'm just going to go over the basic premise of each story, and I'll talk about which is the best, which is the worst, and when I think about this anthology overall. Now, the first one was called Welcome to the World of My Picture Book, and that's by Arai Kyoko. And the whole deal is that there's a girl named Yuri who hates her life. She's a young girl, her brother bothers her, her parents bother her, and she wants to escape from reality. And one day she finds a weird picture book which is starring a young girl named Luca and as she reads it she gets enveloped into this story and she appears there. Luca's her friend who helps her out, gives her lots of food and candy and over time her reality changes slightly depending on what's going on in the book. 
It's almost as if the book is pulling her into it. Kind of like Tom Riddle's diary in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. The story has a kind of predictable and be careful what you wish for ending, but it wasn't bad. It was a good way to start it off, I think. It was setting the tone that's going to be kind of parable stories which have little horrific elements. It wasn't really horror. It was more just a supernatural be careful what you wish for story, though. Art was all right. Story was okay. The next one is I Want You Close, and that's by Ubayashi Miyuki. And that one's about a girl who's in a classroom, and her name is Riko. And she sees this ghost in the class. And he's stuck there. No one's ever noticed him for the last X amount of years. So she talks to him. They become friends. And it's him trying to find his purpose. And her trying to make you believe that he exists over the years that pass. And what happens overall, I'm not going to spoil. But it is a very bittersweet ending. And it's more a ghost story than it is a horror story. So you can take it like that. Art style in this one is... Typical shoujo style, so there's no good or bad about it. It's a little more refined than Ari Kyoko's style, but it is still pretty good. Third story, my least favorite of them, is called I See a Hint. That's by Ono Eriko. It's got the most cartoonish style. It's very chibi. All the characters are chibi and they're cute looking for the most part. The whole premise is that there's these two girls named uh, Etsumi and Mika. And Mika's very kind, and Etsumi is a little brat who takes advantage of her best friend. This girl who's super nice to her, and she keeps taking advantage of her, and she's lazy and selfish. And they have to do different things. And the point in the class, they have to take care of the school pet, which is a hen called Coco. And because Etsumi is careless, something happens, the hen disappears, and then she's cursed to become a hen. It's okay not great. The story's kind of dumb. I mean, you see where it goes. It's like, Coco is first off a really creepy looking fucking hen, so I don't know why this gray school has that hen as a pet, but it is a parable about you have to be nice to people and you can't take advantage of people or else something bad will happen to you. It was meh. It was okay. From there on, you had The Force of Memory, that's by Takamiya Satoru. And that one is about a girl who wakes up in an empty house and a boy dressed in black appears to help her remember what happened and there's memories you don't want to recall. This story was, I think, the best design of all of them. And it's very intricate and it is a ghost story that makes you start thinking slowly that something's wrong and then it builds to its actual reveal. And I like how it built to the reveal and the ending is very peculiar, but it's a nice touch to it. It reminded me a little bit of a story that was in the Mail series. If you don't remember that, check out our anthology to check out the horror manga series Mail. I highly recommend it. It's executed a little bit better than this anthology, but it reminds me of one of the stories where there was a girl who wakes up in a cabin with her two best friends, and she sees a book that says she had to leave the cabin or else something's going to happen. And it's, it's kind of similar to that. So won't really get into the nitty-gritty of that. But it is worth reading if you have a chance the fourth story. Next one we have is The Show-Off Ghost by Kamazaki Shinko. This series seemed like it was actually taken from a series that just took a chapter from a manga series and threw it in there. The whole premise is that there is a group called the Mystery Research Committee that are helped by a ghost girl. And it's one of their cases where there's a molester on the train and there's a boy ghost who wears a green raincoat in the series, and the ghost likes possessing people because she could dress up and stuff. It's alright. 
It's not great. Like I said, it seems like this was taken out of another manga series and thrown into the anthology. I personally thought it was an interesting plot, but the fact that it's only a one-shot let me down, because I did want to read more of this universe's series, but it just didn't do much for me. The next story, the which is called Message SOS, is by Komuro Iko. And this one is that there's a girl who accidentally text messages someone who becomes her new best pen pal friend. And he's caring and nice, and she mistakes him for someone else, and it becomes very stalkerish. This is a pretty good horror story of people are not what they seem in real life as they are on the internet or on chat, and it's kind of creepy. It's got a good ending, but it is a little bit of a suspense thriller because you got a stalker, someone who's following them, attacking them, and it's, it's fucking creepy. It's cool, but it's fucking creepy. And the ending for it is a happier ending than what you'd expect. They could have gone a totally screwed up way and made it really horrific, but they didn't. And I'm surprised at that, but it's, it worked a little bit. The design is a lot more mature than the other mangaka in this anthology, but it fits. Like I said, it's, it is that style which they needed to be, that shoujo style. Now our penultimate one is this story called Me Inside the Mirror. It's by Kagori Junko. This one was a guilty pleasure. I like this one. Because the whole premise is that there's a girl who has no friends... Her name's Saito. And one day she passes this mirror shop, and the owner asks her if she wants a mirror. She says that she hates how she looks in the mirror, and it always, she always looks gloomy in it. And the owner says, I can help you out with what you need. Just take this mirror, and things will work out for you, and things will be amazing. And a Dorian Gray-esque situation occurs, where she becomes more and more beautiful, but her reflection becomes more and more ugly. And the ending is twisted and sick. And this is a horror story that works. And it is dark and cruel. And it is, you feel bad for Saito, the main character. She is a good girl. And it's very similar to Helter Skelter. With uh, the girl who tries to make herself look better at the expense of her life. This story was good for the anthology fit. And it was dark. Out of all of them, I know I recommended the uh, Forest of Memories as the best story. But this one is a very, very close second. The final story in this is called Doll Shop. It's about... A girl named Meg, which is really weird because she's in a manga, but her name's Meg. And she wants to be as beautiful as the other girls. And she passes the shop. girl invites her into the doll shop to, to get a doll from the doll shop. And then it gets sinister. And this story is very similar to the me inside the mirror. And Yamada Sakura, the mangaka, did a decent job with it. The only problem was that it came out right after the other story, which is so similar to it. So it just... It's kind of a letdown. I mean, this is a good way to end cap the, the whole anthology, but they shouldn't have done it like that. They should have had this as either the first, or they should have had me inside the mirror as the first story and then worked around it. I don't want to spoil what happens, but it is dark. And this is one of the better art styles. So, like a Polara, it goes up, down, up, down, up, down with the art style with this manga. Overall, this anthology has got some alright stories. There are several I would take out. I mean, I would remove... To make it more even, I would have taken out the I See a Hen and I Want You Close and Welcome to the World of Picture Books. Because the last stories are what make it horrible. They are the horror series. And they should have focused more on that dark horror instead of the cutesy. It's kind of horror, but it's not really. They should have stuck with that horrific stuff which is going on. They should have started with 
forest of memory and then work their way down. I mean, the show-off ghost is a nice in-betweener. That one's designed to clear the palette a little bit and make it more tolerable. But still, I can see why this was not brought over here. There were better anthologies that I've read that I've reviewed on this podcast. This one just isn't up to snuff. Now, while it is very cool to see the shoujo aspect of horror in these horror writers, they are not up to snuff. It is not like reading Mail, MPD Psycho, Drifting Classroom, Seven Seeds, Ajin, or any of the other horror series that I have read, Kyo, uh, anything by Junji Ito. These don't hold a candle to it. It's like, this is like the little kids telling a campfire story, and it's just... It's like Osaka from Azumanga Daioten saying a horror story. It just doesn't work. You'd hope it worked, but it doesn't work. It just kind of is like, eh, it's okay. The art style does go up and down. There are some amazing art styles, and there's some which are really not good. Like, the I see a hen, the, it's, it's chibi-ish. Usually I've got no problem with you, but just, it doesn't fit. It just seems like they just threw it in there. Seems like the editor had no idea what they were doing, and they just wanted to make it this work, and it just didn't work in my opinion. I feel it was a missed opportunity. Now, overall, I, I thought about this. I was hemming and hawing about this, saying, "Is this worth being a uh, gift for me crazy in here, or was it giving your uh, typical read material you're looking for?" I just you know, going back and forth about it. And I have to give it a gift for me crazy Aunt Muriel. It is okay, but forgettable. Because it isn't something that's going to make you want to sleep alone. It's not. It's not that scary. It's not that time-consuming. It's not that. Read it in literally a half hour and you'll be fine. It just doesn't go the distance. I would have hoped it would, but it doesn't. It's just kind of lazy writing. It just, they don't even try. I was hoping that it would, but it just doesn't. I just, I just... I can't, I mean, I don't have enough to hate it because there are some really good stories in it. But there's not enough to make me like, this is something I want to read over and over and over again. It's just kind of hit it and quit it. Just, it, it didn't have enough for me. It's a shame because it could have had enough. I just think some of the writers, their stories weren't up to snuff. Sorry, guys, I know we could have talked more about other aspects, but I just, there's not much to really say about this story. So, anyway, with that in mind, before I get into that part of all the way in for, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming up in this podcast. We're still going to be doing movie reviews, still doing manga reviews, still doing anime reviews, game reviews, con reviews. We're still doing all that. I just, it's been a little bit of a rough time for me. Forgive me for not releasing as steadily as I could, just I'm trying to get back into shape with podcasting. I'm trying to get back in shape with everything. It's, uh, the accident took a big toll on me, and like I said, I, the fact that I have to go to physical therapy... And I have to go to three times a week. I got to see an acupuncturist and a chiropractor. It kind of sucks. But I'm getting there. I'm getting back to being strong again. I'm getting back to being the old Zan that you all know and love. And I will be back. And we will be there. Um, I'm going to be doing the move finally. Get that back in gear. And we're going to hit 200 before March this year. I don't care. We're going to hit it. It's going to be amazing. We're going to push for it. I'm going to push it. And we're going to get it one way or the other. Anyway, so that is my Let's get to that part you all waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only they will love
substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a prize wheel with ten slots on it. Each slot has a manga attached to it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin that one, that only the Wheel of Manga. Put over number land, and that's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 199. One away from 200. We are going to hit this one way or the other. We're going to hit before, halfway through 2016, we're going to hit this fucking number before, and now, you know, hopefully it's before January, but if not, I will fucking hit it. We're getting to it. I don't care. So let's spin and see what we're going to view in the next episode. We got some great titles and some crappy titles. Number seven. Oh. Ooh. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing a pretty cool title. This is one I've been hoping to get in a while. It's a vertical ink release called... Sickness Unto Death. So, I guess that's going to be pretty good. We're going to see where it goes. So, We'll definitely check that out in the next episode. And I'm definitely going to review and enjoy this. It's fun little psychological turmoil. Hopefully it'll do horror a little better than this one. We'll find out. Anyway, with that in mind, remember, you can check us out at www.spiker.com. You can email me at spiker.gmail.com, all the information in the show notes. And before I forget, today's question would be, which of those scenarios that I told you about sounds the most horrific? Tell me and let me know. With that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I'll let you get back to what you guys are doing. Hope you guys got your commute done all right. And uh, stay tuned for another episode of the Spark and Mong Review and Movie Review coming soon to you. I'm gone, so catch you guys next time. All right? Bye.